Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to our Vanda Pump Rules episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. It's the time of the week that we dive headfirst into Vanda Pump Rules. Kate and I's podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. In that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present. But in this episode, it is fully dedicated to the international phenomenon that is Vanderpump Rules. Hi, Kate. Pumptini. We still got it wrong. It's cosmic. Okay, let's do that again. Let's do it again. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, Kate. Cosmopolitan. Pumptini. <laughs> Jamesy boy. Um, Kate, as I was reading our, our ever-familiar intro, I think to myself, and I wonder if you feel like this, we watch Vanderpump Rules from the beginning. Like, I can't... You have asked me before, like, who did you start Housewives with? What what town did you start with? Vanderpump Rules... I, I can't even tell you when I started it because I can't remember my life before Housewives or Vanderpump. Now, I can't remember if I watched Vanderpump when it aired, when it... Like, I honestly have no clue, but I do know that you and I were there from the very early beginnings. And we can go back very easily and talk about Vale and talk about Laura Lee. Like, we can talk about all of that, Daddy. We can talk about the guy that Jax didn't have a sexual relationship with in Florida. Mm. I and mean, we can do all of that. So I'm a little bit protective of all these people, you know, these people, like, people like us, and now these new people coming out being like, oh, Vanderpump Rules scandal. It's like, if you can't talk to me about that and the chunky, the chunky sweater fight in a Vegas parking lot, you're not really one of us you're not really feeling this as deeply as as we are basically knowing these people at this point I I was telling I was telling someone today 
I feel like I know some of these reality people more. I know more things about them than I know about members of my family. Uh, Not that I know them, but I know so much about them. I mean, listen, if you people are familiar with me completely believing everything I see on television. And I do at times think, I told you, I told you, I shit you not. And I'm not saying, when everything happened with Ariana and Scandal broke, I honestly thought, oh God, I've got to go and see her. I don't know her. I don't know this woman. No connection to her whatsoever, but I know where she lives. She lives near me. And I thought, oh God, I should, I want to go over and say something. Completely. How, how can I help? Got to bring how over can some I soup help? or casserole or something. something. Yeah. Get her a Vicky Gumbelson casserole. You know, I mean, it's like, so, okay. I mean, Guys, I watched this episode of Vanderpump. This is 14 last uh, night when it was airing. And I text Kate. And I know we do hashtag save it for the potty. Kate and I do not discuss a lot. We try not to. But with this, it's just so encompassing. I mean, Kate, nope. Oh, a little hand coming in. <laughs> Where's mine? Tell you know who to get me a glass <laughs> of wine too, please. Kate's just been handed a glass of wine. Is that, is that Ramona Pinagrigio? Oh, ah, yes. No, it's Vanderpump Rosé. No, no. Oh, on theme. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Yes, yeah, so I was watching this, but I texted you and I was just like, I... I made a comment about the show because I can't, I don't know how nobody knocked Rachel out in this episode. And I think that Katie should have been awarded a prize. I wanted to put my fist through that television and knock the shit out of Rachel. And I don't know, I don't know how Katie didn't do it. I really don't. If this were 20, Rachel is lucky this isn't 2014 with you know yeah. Stassi Kristen yeah. and Katie right there because she yeah. would have been demolished hit yeah you're right it's I think now unfortunately I mean fortunately um they they know they can get fired I mean with everything going on I'm sure it wasn't but, but but like you can't put your hands on somebody else it's not like the good old days of reality tv early 2000s when everyone just beat the shit out of each other on television but that girl some may say that that girl deserves to get the shit beaten out of her let's just say that because what happened in this episode kate dude yeah so bad um yeah they they just have too much to lose now they, I know. they have to act all neutered about it but oh. and there are, I mean, you know when you're like when the days of starcy like backhanding um kristen they they were still getting used to cameras and getting used to it. You know, now they're so acutely aware of a camera on them and sound people around them and stuff like that. But there is stuff before we go to the episode, guys. There's a couple of things, Kate, we need to dis- discuss. First, on a happy note, we have a release date for Welcome to Crappy Lake, which is Lou and um, Nisa Ramona, Lou and Sonia's debut TV show, just the two of them. What's the date? July. That's it. <laughs> I can't remember where it was. I think it was. I think they just put July or July fifteenth or something. So we know we're getting it finally because this has been in the works forever. Yeah. Oh, I, I would forget about it, hear about it, get excited again, forget about it, hear about it, get excited again. <laughs> so. I have high hopes for it. Um, I know it's hard to get two cast members to carry it, but. 
I think as long as Sonia's getting a little bit drunk, not completely out of control, but drunk, silly, fun drunk, Lou's kind of protecting her a little bit. And look, Sonia on her own is such a witty woman that she, I think it's going to work. I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, you know, I did that expertly photoshopped uh, pick of Lou and Sonia on Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton from Simple Life, which Luann, Countess Luann Dillsteps reposted, by the way, everyone. Um, but it's, I think it's going to be, it's going to be the simple life for our gals from New York. I'm here for it. And, mm-hmm. you know, if Kim Zolciak can have tardy, her tardy for the party show for 10 years, I think Sonia can be, Sonia and Lou can entertain. They can easily carry a show, those yeah. two. Yeah. Um, on the on still in the bravo world of the housewives we did see i keep seeing this ad and i saw it last night during vanderpump of like black screen and a red apple dropping and then a date for the new real housewives of new york guys i I don't very hard for me to talk about because it is my favorite franchise what they did is they decimated it all they tore it apart. They got rid of all of our gals. They have 30-somethings in there, which we already said Already said you can never have a housewife under 40. You, Chris and Tateman was fine, but the other people, no. It's very hard to have anyone under 40 um, as a housewife and their influencers. So I'm not... I didn't feel comfortable with it, Kate. I know. It's, it's really a departure, and... I can't. I can't say I'm not curious to see. I know. I know how the, what angle they're taking with this, what the tone is. I I will be checking it out, but I okay. don't know that I'll stick through it the whole season. Okay. Well, there is a new. Uh, I'll tell you what I did check out, and I'm looking up the name because you know how I am absolutely appalling with names. Um, but this um of these shows, we have a new uh Bravo show that is called Dancing Queens. That's what it's called about ballroom dancing. Now, I was like, um, okay. I was like, I don't really know. I'll check this out, whatever. It's the first episode was released this week. And it was from the same producers of 90 Day Fiance. It deliberately said that, which is so weird because that's not a Bravo show, but it says on there from the producers of 90 Day Fiance. Um, it there basically the entire what it's really interesting so i think i'll give it another go the one episode showed that basically it's four women older women um like in their probably late 40s and they all have careers and jobs or whatever but they are obsessed with ballroom dancing and they they are known as amateurs but they're very very good amateurs and what they do is their life is going to these amateur competitions where they dance, their dancing partners are professional ballroom dancers. So they have to pay for everything. They pay for the dancers' flights, the food, the hotel, the training, everything. These women spend like six figures a year on this hobby, essentially what it is. And the women that they've picked, there is going to be some interfighting, which was great. I was happy to see that. But they're all like these insanely intense competitive women and their entire life is ballroom dancing so you see them getting their clothes made and them spending a fortune on this and their families like one woman is like telling her seven-year-old daughter darling i know it's your competition on friday but mummy has a competition too so she's not gonna be there (laughs) 
Just when I think we've run out of topics for intriguing reality shows, they find a new section of the population to focus on, and I'm in. (laughs) I just want them to get to the um, podcasting world. Like when they they get to us and our podcasting reality show, it's going to be great. They'll be filming you going out for lunch with your friends in Austin, and they'll do the Zoom over to Pauline in Los Angeles. It's going to be amazing when we have our reality show. So, yeah, it's wait. Be, it'd be so so good. Um, but anyway, I would say check it out, Kate. It's it's interesting. The first episode was all right, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be something here. Um, so there's that one. And then, okay, what other news did I want to catch up on? Oh, uh, have you watched? Um, I've heard that Summer House Martha's Vineyard is really good. So I might check that I, out too. But I you've never not, seen Summer House. Never watched Summer House, and. What is it that stop? It's that that weird guy called Carl in his face. That's what stops me. I don't under, I don't find any of them attractive. I don't find any of them intriguing. And look, I'm sure somebody may have said that about the Vanderpump Rules cast at one point. And look at where we are now. So should I dip into it? Possibly. Um, it's, it's making the time. It's making the time to watch the important things. Honestly, it is a lot and it is something you want to go back and watch the other seasons to That's know the, the lore, you know. I would start so. because it's like a VPR. I you yeah. have to go back to the beginning. So it's but, not off the table. It's not off the table. I just I know there's a lot of spin-offs, isn't there? There's Winter House and then the crossover like you have Schwartz is in Summer House. I don't understand that. It's basically if you're on Bravo and you're in the 20th two to 40 year old range get yeah. on in the summer house winter house I see. whatever well, fall autumn house. already but you know <laughs> fuck he's young at heart and he he's always young. will be oh uh, yeah um yeah this is a whole new group of people though so um okay. gonna check that one out what other news right. do you have um something that just popped into my head right now okay. and i don't know why we haven't discussed this it was in my mind i just googled it BravoCon 2023, they have the dates. It's November the 3rd to November the 5th, and it's in Vegas. Tickets haven't become available, right? Let's check this out. Book your hotel, get text alerts. Oh, guys, excuse me a second. I'm going to sign up for this right away. Um, Okay, this might actually get me back to Vegas. I know. I mean... Remember I never the, really... So hang on, let's have a look here. If you go to Bravo's website, it's BravoCon 2023. So we have the dates. The tickets have not gone on sale. Book your hotel. Probably all booked already. I mean, these Bra- us Bravo fans, we are... Like, people don't understand. It's bigger than the World Cup for um, football fans. This is just like... So we... Okay, so it's Vegas. I just... I, I was thinking about it and I was like, when is it? Do we have the dates? But no tickets on sale yet. And those tickets were expensive. Listen, Polly, if we have to stay at the Golden Nugget where if Tom we have made, to where stay did... at the Golden Nugget, if we have to cheat on our partners by kissing in the pool, that's what we'll do. That's what we will do to you get like my do you like my segue. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, okay, I do have other news, other news. We're gonna obviously discuss in a second the reunion trailer. But before that, I wanna talk about Sandoval has been he's trying so it must be killing him ariana won mtv award ariana is currently in edinburgh in scotland on another holiday 
Ariana is looking amazing. Ariana got a Bloomingdale's deal. Ariana, I mean, it is boom, 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 boom with Ariana. She's traveling all over the world, constantly on holiday, which is amazing. Um, But so he, someone went on and did that. I think we spoke about last in that video of all the empty seats at um, his show, which was hysterical. So then he goes on the attack. Like, firing off all of these stories of like, oh, I'm at the Gramercy, which Countess Dolceps has also played. Um, and it says sold out. And he's like zooming in on sold out and whatever. And um, then these photos he's putting up of all his fans meeting him backstage, all these girls, they should be ashamed of themselves. Did I go to a Tom Sandoval gig? Yes, I did. But I got free tickets and I left after 15 minutes. And I was doing it there for pure, I was going for pure research. Yeah. These girls are getting photos hugging him what are you doing it's it's like these women that write serial killers that are in prison (laughs) have i also done that yet no i haven't um (laughs) tick tock tick tock okay Um, i'm not calling him a serial as bad as a serial killer guy just kidding just kidding yeah but i um He's he's touring and going wherever and doing whatever he's doing. But his Instagram is so, it's cringy, Kate. It's embarrassing because he's desperately trying to keep up with all this grace that Ariana has dealt with this. And can we all just remember as well, Ariana has not publicly said one word about this yet because she has grace and she has sophistication and elegance and class, just like Countess but she is going to be we found out her first interview is on watch what happens live next uh, after the reunion she's got some strength that woman i mean i i she's done everything right i think she probably has a really good um good um team behind her for sure yeah. because she they've given her really really great advice and she hasn't spoken publicly she's saving it for andy which is smart not going on some shitty podcast um she's done really really well so really excited about that we're gonna hear from ariana after the reunion and before just one more thing i want to play you guys so we had um sandoval on tour and i saw something about him replacing some of the lyrics with the name raquel so what he's singing here, I'm going to play this for you, and you should be able to hear it. Okay, let me turn up my volume a wee bit here. All right. I can't hear it. All right, I don't know if you guys could make that out. So she's he's singing um Schwartz's mum has got it going on. He's all that I want. Schwartzy, can't you see that Raquel is not for me? That's what he sang. He replaced the lyrics because he's singing um what is it, Stacey's mum, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's singing instead of Stacey's mom, we know that he changed it to Schwartz. So he's saying Schwartz's mom has got it going on. And then he sings, everyone knows. So what was it that that um that Raquel is not for me? And the crowd is like, hang, listen to it again. So 
what do you make of that Kate I will say I could not hear it at all um okay but maybe it is in the recording yeah it will be in the recording because I know I play some last time so yeah he's on stage and he's singing that and he says so Raquel is not for me and the crowd is like "Ooh, um not for me huh I I listened to it a few times saw the reaction he's really you know on stage really belting it out and waiting for the crowd to react I and I think you know he's probably just doing it because he knows he's going to get a crowd reaction saying Raquel is not for me what do you think, Kate? And I haven't asked you this. What do you really think is going to happen between those two when she makes an appearance, which I'm sure will be sh- will be about two or three weeks after the reunion airs because she's in this mental health facility, whatever. Not true. But um, wherever she is, I think she'll come back in about two or th- two weeks after the last reunion airs. I think she'll be back in North Hollywood. What do you really think is going to happen with those two? I think that Sandoval especially is very strategic and calculated as far as keeping his name relevant. I think right now they're the most relevant together. That's how they're going to stay in the headlines. And Mm -hmm. I think that there is still some excitement surrounding her for him. And he will probably... I think that they will date possibly for next season if they're even allowed to come back and it'll fizzle out after maybe like a year and then he'll move on and date some very young girl who just fell up the fell off the turnip truck into LA. You know, I would have absolutely agreed with all of that. Except I watching him right now, Raquel's out the picture, we're led to believe. And I do believe she's probably holed up somewhere. She's probably with family somewhere, to be fair. That's probably where she is. But he's on this tour and his ego is getting bigger and bigger because there are, I saw there were girls at his show that were like, oh, and he'll be sleep. He will be able to sleep with all these girls. And I think he's probably going from place to place living out this pathetic fantasy of being a rock star when he's singing covers of wedding band songs and these girls are feeding this giant narcissistic ego more and more and he's probably and he's realizing all the fallout with ariana the reunion's gonna air soon and i think he's gonna be like man i can actually sleep with like three girls at the show and you know what i can go to the next city and i can actually sleep with like any of these girls here too this is kind of amazing and i feel like raquel will not be that bothered about getting back with him i think the show is the show is apparently supposed to start filming again in the next couple of weeks which i don't know how any of that's gonna happen i don't understand that at all um and we have no idea if schwartz is ever gonna um sandoval's gonna be on it we don't know if raquel's we don't know how how that's even gonna work but i presume they will they've got to be called back in so i don't know how they're gonna figure it all out but they will but i think sandoval is just loving this life this these stupid photo ops with these girls and he can bang them all i'm sure they'll easily all sleep with them so i think he might be going 
and then Raquel come back to LA. I think they'll film a little bit together. And I think he will go under the mask of him being a good guy. We just can't do this. Like we we've wrecked everyone's lives. We really shouldn't be together ever again. I I, I don't think it's good. I think he might play that card. I can see that too. Mm-hmm. I can see a little overlap where it's yeah. like maybe they're together for a little bit and he's yep. going on to her and cheating on her. I mean, who knows? Storyline of him Kate saying to Raquel, man, it's just been so hard. It's been so hard, everything we've been through, but I just don't think our love can stand it. Where right. it's really, he's like, I'm just going to bang a load of other girls now. Because can you imagine his level of delusion at this point? His level of delusion will be through the roof. It's unparalleled. I mean, I think okay. I think that's right. How are they? Wait, but Ariana's isn't she going on Dancing with the Stars? So how will they film if she's doing that? We've had Housewives film while they were on Dancing with the Stars. Kendra, not Kendra. What's the name? Uh, Kenya. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's why, again, I. This whole sandwich shop, we'll get into it with, uh, in a second about this, the thing. I just I stand by what I said about the sandwich shop. Uh, reunion trailer, let's discuss it. What we, Kate, I've watched it about 70 times. What, what, what are your thoughts? I... I, I... It just looks stressful. It looks really stressful to be there. And I just... I I can't believe how Sandoval just stands in his bullshit like that. And I don't know. What do you think? I think that Ariana, when we, I mean, the dramatic editing of it was beautiful. Black screen. It's like the scandal. Like a horror movie. was um, we get to the bottom of it. So we know it's going to be three parts. It's first airing on May the 24th, I believe. Um, we see Jamesy. We see him about to fight Sandoval. And Sandoval looks like he's going for blood. Um, and Andy steps in and Andy's like, my cards! Because his cards will get messed up. I like that. Um, there, Ariana... I mean, Raquel is... Rachel is... She's not um she she she's not conniving smart enough to be conniving enough to think of keep playing this role of the bad girl but she's just she's just it's just ridiculous sitting there going look I know it was you know it was cowardly or it was well, I can't remember the terms sorry guys I've watched it like five times late in the day um, but whatever her excuse is, and then Ariana goes, no, you are subhuman, you are da-da-da, you are da-da-da-da, you are disgusting. Um, it sh- I-, I think that they're just going to keep playing the act of Rachel and Sandoval being like, well, I know it's bad, but, 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 through the whole reunion. Uh, Jamesy going in on Sandoval is going to be great um, when he screams at him you look like a fucking worm with a uh, moustache that was great um, I just it's going to be really hard to watch we see Ariana tear up only once and I'm worried once again I'm worried about her going in and she calls them to like in the dressing room she's like I don't care what those two rats have to say and 
I'm she's in the anger period. And I don't know that can last for a really long time or it can dissipate really quickly. And then you're just sad. I don't know where she is on her healing journey with all of this, but she seems angry, 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 angry at the union, which is completely uh, understandable. I, I, we see her cry a little bit. She just says, you two are the worst people imaginable. And then she at one point says to him, don't look at me. It's, I, it's just intense. And I'm, as I said to you earlier, Kate, we've got three reunions. And then they've also said, Bravo said, then we're going to release even more uncut footage or cut, blah, blah, blah. And then I, I just need this to be put to bed. I'm I'm exhausted by it. Yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see how the fallout is, you know, with this finale and the reunions and then... I think as a community, we're all pretty exhausted emotionally from this whole season. I mean, <laughs> even just as viewers and not being involved directly in the not whole being thing. best friends with them like <laughs> yeah. we are, like we <laughs> are. Um, Kate, let's head into the episode, guys. We just wanted to cover some news because there's so much Bravo and VPR news. Um, oh, and Kim Zolciak, which is getting crazy. Apparently, it came out today that Kim Zolciak. You know how we thought her um divorce with croy was just all for the money he apparently got a restraining order on her in 2020 he wants sole custody of the children sole like physical custody of the children he wants her to have nothing to do with those children and he's he's apparently living in the house with the children and she's not and then entertainment lawyer said it's because she's recently found a very very wealthy gentleman to take care of her. That's the rumor. Ding ding Big ding. Papa number two. Big bigger papa. <laughs> bigger. We're in the stage of bigger papa. Hey, take us into episode fourteen. Where do we start with this? Let's start with something nice. Okay. Diamond gets a new friend named Velvet. That's the first shot. I oh, I I realize now I've messed up. I watched this live, but I was like five, ten minutes late. I missed the first couple of scenes. We got another mini pony, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to go back and watch this. I didn't see this. There's a new little one. Yes, Lisa's introducing <gasps> Velvet to Diamond. And she says, I know it's not Rosé, but you'll yes. be friends. You'll be friends with Velvet. And I was like, oh. Oh, wonderful. So nice. He's uh, he- sort of <laughs> chocolate brown color. Was the specter there? I told unclear. Uh, he might have been I'm hovering in the corner of the frame. I'm not sure. My eyes were honed in on the horse. Yes, quite rightly. Uh, so that's the very first thing. You know, they're okay. kind of flashing between people. We see, you know, Brock and Sheena for a second at their Marina Del Rey apartment <laughs> with the baby. Yeah. The this, that, and the other. The ever present establishing shot of Echo Park Lake. Um, always. And, <laughs> always those swans <laughs> and then um we find out that ariana and katie are going to have a little party to basically squeeze into the season promoting their sandwich shop it's not ready yet but they have the recipes down they have the chef you know making the sandwiches they're gonna have a glass of champagne <clears throat> show everyone the building and then head down to search. So that's established at the beginning of the episode. Now, I did find out where it is, Kate. 
So I oh. didn't realize that it is it is right on Robertson. So Sir's on that corner, Abbey, and then it's a couple of doors down, which is exceedingly expensive real estate in Los Angeles. So it's off the strip down the road. Yeah, interesting. So I know it's very, very small, but I finally know where it is so I can stalk it now and send <laughs> shove in my resume. Perfect. I mean, I think it's smart to be because it's like it's like Bravo Disneyland in that area. You know, you go place to place. Well, now pump is no pump after July the 5th. Pump is closing. Had I known last time I was in town, that was our last. Well, we were. I know. So sad. I'll go before the end. Don't worry. (laughs) Good. Uh, yeah, I think it's smart though for her to have her business there also, because then yeah. all the people that go to Sir will be like, and let's go to the sandwich shop. If it opens, we'll see. Mm. Uh, okay. So then we have a little shopping scene with Rachel oh, and Charlie. Where I came in. This is where I came in. Okay. Polka dots and mo- moonbeams. It's on third street. I've been there many times before. Drive past it whenever I'm on third. It was hard to see that this is the place where the necklace was bought. So they're basically shit talking James. Well, Rachel's shit talking James and Allie's relationship. That's the yeah. other part of the scene saying she's just my replacement. And now I know that I was right to move on and blah, blah, blah. And then she buys a $700 lightning necklace. $780, $780. necklace. Um, I hope we hear from Charlie at the reunion. I really do. She's been very vocal on Twitter about how disgusting Rachel's been. But yeah, I think the irony of it all is that when we found out that this necklace was supposed to be like a secret signal between Sandoval and Raquel, that we all thought, oh, he's gifted her that. He didn't even buy it for her. She bought it. So add that to the list of the reason she's a complete loser. Um, (laughs) You'd have to think about someone else for a moment to do that. Um, not possible so yeah we see her um buy the necklace and put it on and as a bravo audience we all gasped we all gasped when she said that little like one um and yeah they're just talking i'm trying to think anything else they were speaking about it was just about james and she's she thinks she's coming into her own that's what rachel's doing this entire season i'm coming into my own i'm becoming a full-time cast member I'm going to do everything Evander. We said this before. Vanderpump cast member does cheat, lie, steal, be mean, stand up for yourself. I'm a strong woman now. And she's just, it's like she's writing it all in crayon. Like she doesn't know what she's doing. It's true. <laughs> and she just doesn't, she's just so off the mark. So, oh, that's what she said in the reunion and in, in the reunion trailer. Well, you're one to talk, Lala. You slept with James. That's her comeback. That's her comeback. It's like, you are so late to the party here. The being a shit person party. <laughs> I know. I know. You're so late. We did that in our 20s. Now we've moved on, guys. You know, yeah. you don't get it? Yeah. Oh, I just remember Katie said and watch what happens live after the episode that Satchel has a girlfriend. So I just wanted to put that out there. She's no longer with Satchel, as we knew. But anyway, so we see them shop. Then where do we go to after that? Okay, so then we are with the Toms. And 
They're having another premeditated question mark conversation yeah. about Sandoval's crumbling relationship. Schwartz tells us that Ariana and Sandoval have basically devolved into roommates and you can't get too comfortable being mean to each other. Um, And I thought to myself, like you, a couple years into your relationship with Katie, when you dumped beer on her head. Wow. You got comfortable right away being mean to your girlfriend. And now we have the, the, the line that's been reposted everywhere. Sandoval is saying, you know, she doesn't think of anything like, I'm the one that she never goes out and gets toilet roll um, or kitten or, what'd you say, or paper towels or keeps pens in the um, in the batteries in the drawer. It was such an odd, odd, odd thing for him to say. And I don't know what angle he was trying to take that he was the house homemaker. Is that what he was trying to make out? He takes care of business. Yeah. And she's... Like in her own world and not thinking of things that he needs. But I think it's, I think that's just kind of like a love language type thing. You know, like some people, that's how they show they care. They're like, okay, I, we always have like, like him making the lattes, you know, we always have coffee on hand because I know you love your coffee and it's just different. I don't know. I didn't think that was a fair thing to like throw at her. Yeah, it was just, it was silly. It was as though, like you say, it's all premeditated. Watching them together now and these conversations that they have at Schwartz and Sandy's, when you know Schwartz knows that Sandoval's already sleeping with Raquel, he knows they've had the conversation that Sandoval has probably said to Schwartz, I don't want to be with Ariana anymore and I'm trying to get out of this relationship. They've already had these conversations and the camera comes on and they have to be like, Sue, how's the relationship? And Sandoval basically, yeah, he says all of that and he just says it's not good at all um and schwartz's head is like down the whole time trying to play along with this narrative and it's oh it's just very very put on it is Hmm. um then the next big scene is sandoval and ariana having a talk at their house he makes he makes her the latte and they sit on the couch and talk about how they've grown apart and he wants things to be better and <sighs> i have a hard. lot to say about this okay a lot and i i think two truths can be held at the same time and i think two truths are that sandoval did an unimaginably horrific thing constantly to his girlfriend humiliated her lied betrayed her in the worst type of way and really is morally bankrupt for what he did, and it's disgusting, and there's no forgiveness for it. I also believe what's true is that this man was miserable in this relationship. I don't think Ariana and him were communicating, so I don't think she heard him crying out for whatever he needed. And I think that this scene of them sat while they're drinking coffee shows that they are so off the pages with each other, like they are not, they are roommates. Ariana needs certain things. He needs certain things. And neither of them are saying it or communicating it properly. I think that she does belittle him. I can, I agree with them. I think she does. And I think it's not out of malice. I think that Ariana has probably sick and tired of him, sick and tired of knowing there's an anger and a resentment that grows in a relationship when you know it's falling apart and you can't do anything to fix it. And Ariana is saying, I needed him home. 
I need to spend time with them. I know how I want to spend time with them. And he's saying, that's not how I want to spend time with you. That's just not what I want to do. And you go out with your friends and do things with your friends I want to do with you. And she's saying, yeah, but I want you home to watch TV with me. Uh, I want us to just go on walks together in the neighborhood. And they are just two strangers sat on that sofa. And I see I see Tom in a massive amount of pain in it. And I know this is going to be so hard for people to hear, but it, just because he's a terrible person doesn't mean that this isn't true. I think he is sat in that scene and when he starts to cry, I think he's crying about numerous amount of things. I think he's crying that the relationship is over. I think he's crying if there's any bit of remorse that he has about what he's doing. He may be a little bit of realization of, I have seriously done something so terrible to her. And then he's justifying in his head, but I can't tell her because it would hurt her too much. That's what cheaters love to do as well. They go, look, I didn't tell you I was cheating because I knew it would hurt you so much. No, you didn't tell me because you didn't want to deal with the consequences. I think that was the lie that he was telling himself. I think he's crying out frustrations. And I believe, I really do, what he said on that Howie Mandel podcast, that he tried to break up with her many times. I really think he did. And I think he didn't have the courage to go through with it completely and say to her, we're done, we're done, we're done. I think he brought up conversations like what we watched in this episode, wherein nothing was resolved. Ariana said, but Tom, I don't... And he he's saying to her, you never, ever, like, just say I'm right. You never agree with things I want and you belittle me. And I think she probably has because she's sick and tired of him. She's sick and tired of being with this egomaniac that needs to be the center of attention everywhere they go. She's annoyed with him and irritated with him. So Mm -hmm. the conversation was really hard to watch. I was like cringe. I was honestly looking away. I was like, I can't watch this. It was super, super what cringy. What do you think about it, Kate, and what I just said? I agree with a lot of what you said. I think that... I think that they are... I think they are telling each other what they need and want. And that's why they're fighting so much, because neither of them can get actually give it to the other one. And yeah. neither of them yeah. agrees with what the other one is saying a relationship should be and they're not prioritizing the same thing. I thought that was kind of embarrassing that he brought up the number of times they have sex a year. He's like, we have sex Uh, four times a year. That's really hard for me. And she's like, well, we don't, it's hard for me to have sex all the time when we don't spend time together. We have no emotional intimacy and he needs to like get a book of like, how women's minds work or something <laughs> like he needs to talk to that therapist from our episode of good sex yeah. like, you exactly. have to you have to have that I think especially as a woman but I mean any gender it's like you have to have that closeness to like want to be having I, sex I, with them all the time I think I, I agree with that part she I was saying it's- I think it's much more important for women than men, though. I think there is a fundamental biological difference with men and how they have sex as opposed to women. And it's just fact it is. And I think that Ariana, I think he humiliated her by saying that on television. I think that was very unfair about saying that. And I also think that Ariana is very, very aware that having sex that little amount of time is terrible and their relationship was in the trash can. 
no good relationship is having sex like that it's just it's trash can the second you stop having sex with your partner wanting to have sex with your partner the relationship is over i truly believe that and i've been in relationships like that and you should have stopped two years ago but you keep going and that's what she was doing she kept going hoping it would get better and it just it just didn't because the part that she needed to to want to do that he stopped giving her he gave up he gave up yeah yeah it's it was a horrible scene and thinking about like i also thought about what else is going to take place on that sofa kate when we get to the finale episode because that's where they're sat opposite each other talking about oh the house remember i keep saying to you every time i go near it it's like oh the house i can't look at the house <laughs> the, the house, house. <laughs> it is like the house on a haunted hill that's oh. what it's like to me, driving past their house. Oh, God. Yeah, the street name then. I'm driving past that street and seeing it because it's like on the corner. I'm just like, oh, the house. Um, <laughs> so that was terrible to watch. Then we go to, is it with Jamesy then? Uh, yeah, so we're with <laughs> James and Allie getting ready for the something about her party. And then they're jetting off to yes. his big gig. Yes, Jamesy, boy. Um, I loved him. To, we we heard from his brother, so of course we remember James's brother, who he was so generous to. Remember when James's brother graduated university and he gave him like ten thousand dollars or something? James did. He's so we all love James. By the way, Kay and I loved James from the beginning. All of everybody else hated James, and I always loved James Me just too. because he's English. But no, I always loved him. But anyway, um, so he's on the phone and he says, "Oh, thanks for looking after the cats." Oh. And he's like, oh, no worries. Love you. Love you. Anyway, so his brother must live in L.A., which is interesting. But I don't know why he's not on the show more. He should definitely have been involved and got on the he, show. Because he's smart. He's sensible. Yeah. <laughs> <It's just laughs> um, and then Ali comes in and they're talking about the editors did him dirty. And it was so beautiful. We go, James is in his confession. Like, every time I see, like, I can't believe it, like, looking over the festival's poster and I see, like, M- Cascade and then my name. Cut to the editors going Cascade headlining. And then it goes, all the way to the bottom. <laughs> they did not. They did not have to do that. That was so shady. It was so funny. Oh, God, I was laughing so much. I was like, don't you talk to our Jamesy. Um... Yeah, so you're right. And then it, then there's kind of this little bit of a conversation where he's like, Ali's like, what should I wear? And he goes, well, I want to introduce you to Lisa. So she's like, oh, so we should wear a ball gown. I like Ali more and more every episode. I think she's so sensible. She seems smart. She seems with it. Um, yes. And then he's like, I love that James, he's like, yeah, you know, you want to get on the good side of Lisa because I want to get invited over to uh, Villa Rosa for those, uh, for those Sunday dinners, don't I? A couple of dinners, you know? <laughs> I was like, I love it, Jamesy. So cute. Um, oh, so- oh, she's convincing, she's convinced him to go to therapy. That was another takeaway from this. Yeah. I, but I was surprised that James was like so, so anti it because we've had so much evolution with James. But he was like, I don't need therapy. It's like, James, we all need therapy. Come on, bro. Come on. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's like, he's like, yeah, I'll go on Monday, like whatever. So he's super pumped about his gig, which is so exciting. He was nervous. But anyway, so then we see them getting ready. Then we're heading over to the kitchen of something about her with, um, listen, I don't know if you noticed what was going into these sandwiches. Look, I, I know they're not pretending to be a fine dining restaurant. They're not. They're making sandwiches. Fine. 
But literally everything was just Trader Joe's packets and they were putting stuff from Trader Joe's into a sandwich. Maybe they haven't sourced all their ingredients yep. yet, Polly. Okay. Yeah. True. And um, they both looked gorgeous, Katie and um, Ariana. I loved Ariana's top. And um, they're setting up a little table in the middle. They have some champagne and they have some of the sandwiches wrapped very beautifully with some twine and some cute wax paper. And they've got their logos and stuff like that. And then we see that uh, Sandoval goes over to this. Is, see, this is the old days of when you'd laugh. Sandoval goes over to Schwartz's. Schwartz is like trying to work out in the bedroom on carpet, which always unnerves me. And then um, he gets up and um, Sand, he's like, oh, what happened to your shirt? And Sandoval's like, oh, I spilled coffee on it. And I was just like, typical. I love the old days of the boys. I wish we were back there. But anyway, he's got coffee stains all down his T-shirt. And he's like, yeah, I've got this vintage suit. He's just so into his looks and he's so into his body and it's so into fashion and it's it's completely changed Sandoval so much. It has. And now that you say that, I think that that part of him is kind of tough for Ariana to be around, could be tough for Ariana to be around sometimes too, because she's someone who really struggles with her body image yep. and and her confidence in general. And so to have this person who is the complete opposite, who has to be the center of attention, the life of the party in every room, who, yep. you know, is obsessed with his body being all fit and tight and perfect that's hard it's really hard he is because his body is insane right now I mean he must be working out hours upon hours every day because it's like a really super super defined six-pack it's his pecs every he must be working out constantly constantly and Um, her body is amazing too to be clear but but it's it doesn't feel like she doesn't feel that way yeah. She doesn't feel it, but it's also the obsession with a t- a body type. He, he wants the defined abs and muscles, and he wants that all to be shown. So, which he's done, and he's completely achieved, and he keeps achieving it. And you can see he's like getting obsessive about working out. That's a really hard side, that obsessive working out. Um, we remember it with the uh, White Walker, David Bedore, with Shannon Bedore. And um, Shannon admittedly had put on a very large amount of weight due to stress and her husband being an absolute monster. Um, And she hated her body. And all he did was work out more. It was really dark. It was really Uh. like, she's like, the fatter I become, the more he works out. Oh, and he was cheating Uh. on her as well. Uh. Anyway, um, I know. It's just these men. Oh, these men! So they get everything looking pretty. Um, uh, Schwartz finishes his workout on a carpet. And then um, Sandoval puts on his vintage um, suit and they head over and they have flowers. We see Terry. Now, Terry was a big part of this episode. Terry Maloney, Katie's mum, who we've seen from the beginning. She's there and they're taking photos. Lala comes in. Logan is there. And Logan is Logan's lasted a long time on this show. He's done well. <laughs> I think because they're all genuinely friends yeah. with him, the girls. Yeah, they're very good friends with him. I remember when Lala left, when everything blew up with her monster of a partner, Randall, and she went to a hotel and Logan was the one that picked her up. So yeah, he's genuinely a good friend with all these 
girls. So um, Lisa turns up and they James is there, supportive as always, being amazing as he is now. And that he's like, oh, this is really good. They taste the sandwiches, Greek salad, really good. They like it. Ali and James speak to Lisa. You could tell Ali was nervous. James was nervous. And they speak a little bit about therapy. And then Lisa's like, oh, thanks for um, birthday flowers. He's like, oh, shit, happy birthday. Cause it was Lisa's birthday. Um, and we've got to, we should also add that this episode we're watching, guys, was supposed to be the finale. That's what we we forget forgot to mention at the top of this. This was supposed to be the final episode we were going to see of this season. Then the scandal broke. Um, then they say they taste it all. And then James and Ali head off for his gig uh, where he's where he's listed right next to Cascade. And then um, they're like, let's go to Sir. So they all head up to Sir and they're hanging out there. Um, Lisa's got a ton of attention around her because it's her birthday. And then fucking all hell breaks Lisa's coat. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Oh. I'm looking down, guys, because um, I, ha- oh. I have an old school notebook today. So let's 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 start easy here. Uh, Let's just say there's we'll mention there's a little conversation with Lisa Ken and Lala. And she's saying, I don't even care about meeting another man. I just want another baby that no one can take away from me. That was very sad because if you're in Lala's um, Instagram, she's in a horrendous court battle with that pig of an ex. And he's got tons of, well, actually, I was going to say tons of money. No, he doesn't. He owes people tons of money. But um, to have a child, I don't think you could understand it unless you are in that situation and not being able to see them whenever you want is heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. So sad. Um, But Lisa tells her, no, you you can meet, you know, you you can meet the love of your life still. Don't give up on it. Um, Then... Terry and <laughs> me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't believe it. She's like, can I meet someone that I'm gonna be with for 40 years? And Lisa's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. Anyway. I love Lisa and Ken's like dynamic though, because she's like, Well, our house, it's really my house. We all know that. And Ken's like, Yeah, until she kicks me out and finally has enough of me. And it's just like, oh Very you fresh. you guys. Um, so then, okay, so then we have Terry and Schwartz have a talk. Yes. Terry is tearing up and she is reiterating to him how much he messed up by hurting Katie like this, by making out with this bimbo, (laughs) bambi-eyed bitch in front of the cameras, humiliating her. And what we forget is like, they're not breaking the fourth wall that much they do bring up a blogger that is writing about um schwartz and rachel and it's all over the internet but really i was thinking about this and this it it is a big deal it is a big deal because it it's embarrassing it's all over the internet it's all over social media yeah katie is seeing this this is someone I mean, we said it a million times, but like they've, they've been together 12 years. They're still married. They literally had a talk. He knew this would hurt her, but he's, he's spinning it and making it this cutesy moment on camera. And she's once again, getting this bitch edit. It's infuriating. It's hurtful. And he shouldn't have done it. And Terry and Terry is standing up for her daughter, but also she's 
been, he's been in her life. He's wow. in their family. She has this close relationship with him. And she's like, you hurt my feelings. You hurt Katie. Was it even worth it? She's crying. Was it worth it? Why'd you do this? And he's like, no, it wasn't worth it. And really to him, it wasn't worth it because he's getting shit about it. You know, when they do a flashback to those two kissing, it was like the onset, there was no sexiness. Those two had no attraction to each other, Rachel and Schwartz. When you look at them, it's like, it's like, it's like him kissing his sister or something. It's really like, there's just nothing. It's really kind of awkward looking at them kiss. Like there's no sexiness. But you're right. And that goes to with Sandoval as well. When you mess up in a relationship and you've been with someone for that long, there are repercussions. Terry, I love how she calls him Tommy, by the way. That honestly sent me. That sent me. She's like, she's known this boy, and he is a boy, for years. Uh, They know it's all the extended family, everything that we never see, the extended family, the pets, the friends, the childhood friends, all of this. And they broke up, which is hard enough. And he goes and just wants to humiliate Kate. Like, what? don't, just don't do it. Dude, it, oh. And it was all for nothing. It was all for nothing. It was to protect his asshole friend. That's why he did it. Yep. Just spineless. Poor so Terry. they have they have that talk. Mm. And then we go to, and I know I know we'll both have a lot to say about this part. Then we go to Rachel and Ariana at the bar talking or they're getting uh, espresso martinis and lemon drops, which for added context, Ariana is like, she's decided like, I'm going to let loose tonight. Tom wants to go out and party and have fun. Let's do it, baby. And so she goes up to him and she's like, I'm drinking with you tonight. Let's party, you know? And he's like, oh yeah, thanks. Cool. And then she goes up to the bar. Rachel's there. They're getting espresso martinis and lemon drops, which very strange combo. I mean, mm-hmm. good, but yeah. And they're standing there talking about, uh, oh. <laughs> well, at first they're talking about the Katie stuff because this night is really emotionally draining for Ariana. I mean, let's think about this. She's, you know, her sweet baby, her, her, her dog has passed. Her grand Charlotte, her grandmother has passed. Yep. She's filming this fucking show. Yep. She's her. She's having a tough time with Tom. Yep. And there, and she's in the middle of this drama between her friends. Yeah. Haiti and Raquel. Yep. And so she's trying to ride the fence here, and. She's like, well, you know, I understand why Katie's upset. And Rachel is like, yeah, but like, I don't get why you'd be so mad. Cause like you're broken up and blah, blah, blah. like just isn't getting it's, it still. It, I just don't know how much credit to give her of playing a part or not. That's what I'm still trying to work out. I mean, this week she showed her colors a little bit more because she kept interjecting herself into scenes and into conversations where she knew it was camera time and she was going to stir up. It really is, when I think about it, more and more she watched seasons one, two, and three of Vanderpump and is reenacting this. And I think she's become so myopic with this role, which it is, that she doesn't realize, no, 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 there's real life real world life repercussions of this you are in way too deep you are over your head 
you have no idea what you're messing with and your life is going to be turned upside down, which it is right now because of what she's done. I think there were even points, Kate, when I'm watching her that she thinks it's all confined to that camera. I think she thinks that all of this is just a TV show and nothing else is going to come out of it. it she is lost in all of this playing this part and she's saying to ariana at this bar they're talking about that and they go she goes over and over about katie she will not let it go and ariana's just like look i just don't i i I don't want to do i love both of you and um then she's saying um she starts talking about so how's everything going with sandoval and we're watching this as viewers going i i can't no no she's already slept with him at this point as having an affair with him how are you doing with Sandoval? Is every because last time you were saying that you know you weren't really having sex with him, and she says, "Well, I don't think it's good if you don't want to have sex with your partner." And then Ariana is vulnerable and says, "I think I this is wrong with me, and this is wrong with me, and this is wrong with me." About talking about a very vulnerable part about her body insecurities, and Raquel goes, "I just don't think we know how hot we are." That was a response. I mean, it... something is off with her. And the thing you said about playing a part, I think for the longtime viewers of this show, I think that's what is putting such a bad taste in our mouth about her because we've seen people act in despicable ways on this show. I mean, Jax Taylor, Stassi, <laughs> Kristen, I mean, we saw Jax break up with Laura Lee outside of her NA meeting. I mean, we've <laughs> seen some Sorry. shit on this show. Seriously. Back in those days, they were dumb, young, green mm-hmm. as far as being on camera, like you said. And yeah. they, they weren't really playing a part. That's why right. this show is even on and popular. Because yeah. they just genuinely were that messy. And she is a student of this and she's not good at hiding that, you know, and you can, you can see so clearly that she thinks she's really like stepping into her star moment on this reality show. And it's, so she's basically in this moment, back to this moment, she's like, it felt to me, she's sussing out. Absolutely. If Ariana has given up on the relationship to figure out how bad she needs to feel. Absolutely. She's, she's maybe I'm giving her once again, maybe too much credit, but she's, there is part of her that's probably like, well, I can't feel badly if they're, they're, you know, kidding themselves. I'm sure cheaters do this all the time. Well, we were basically broken up. Like we were basically broken up. So she's probably like, well, they look, they're not even getting on. They're not having sex. So they're basically broken up. So it's not that bad that I'm, destroying her life but anyway so they continue this conversation and ariana hugs her and every hug you watch and everything she says to rachel that's kind we all just shudder we just shudder it's so awful to watch um and i just realized we didn't see sheena all this episode and it's because she's on as she's on a facetime because she had covid i think yeah um so then um this is the katie uh, so so Katie, Lala, and then all their buddies who aren't necessarily on the show are sitting yeah. at a table. And Terry is at the next table over with some other people. Oh. And 
Rachel waltzes in and one of yep. the friends, I love this. He's like, come on in. We're talking about eating ass. And I was like, Ew, uh. was so gross. I was like, all right. Let's, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Let's. <laughs> Rachel's like, ooh, fun. <laughs> and then oh, she sits down and she has come over. Her big plan for this scene is she is going to yeah, plan for stand scene. up for Schwartz yes. for how Katie's been treating him. That's her objective, going in. Yeah. And she sits <sighs> down. And remember, she hasn't had anything to do with Katie in a while. Like, she's trying to talk to her, whatever. And the season started with them going out for dinners and drinks together. And now there's nothing. She yeah. sits down. And then she starts talking to her. And she starts on the offensive. It's a little bit like, you know, I'm, I, I just... I just wanted to say congratulations on everything. I didn't want to come to the shop because I knew it would have been whatever, but I tasted the sandwiches. They're great. They taste bomb. Yeah. By the way, those sandwiches were being passed around from like that, that, that place down Robertson carried all the way up San Monica. I was like, I wouldn't be eating any of them, but anyway, they were all all handed around, sir. And, um, She's there with a bomb. She's like, okay, thank you. And just kind of like that. And Terry and Lala are literally like over here and they're staring and watching. She then proceeds to say, you know, I saw your rage text towards um, Schwartz and I just don't think it's very fair. I don't appreciate it. And it was, I understood Katie and every single second of this entire episode and it was a redemption for katie she's so shocked at the audacity of this moron to come and sit with authority and talk to her about her relationship with her husband and partner of 12 years she sits down and wants to lord over and tell katie what she should be doing in the relationship with her husband once again, I Katie should have grabbed that stupid, disgusting bob she has and slammed her head on that table and walked away. That would have been beautiful. I think we all know that's what she was wanting to do. <laughs> she, she, she was she was so angry at one point. I I felt like I felt it in my bones. She was shaking and she could. She was stumbling over her words because this girl was just antagonizing her and going in and going in and going in at her and smiling and yeah. laughing. And so this conversation is getting heated because she's like, I don't care. What, what are you? She's just in disbelief. She's like, why are you here? Why are you talking to me? She goes, you know, and with you threatening Schwartz and she thought she was being clever by letting Katie know I've Schwartz has shared with me all of your messages and I'm going to say that, but not say it by letting you know that I think it's really wrong that you're doing that to Schwartz and Katie's blood is boiling. You can literally see it boiling in her veins. And she's saying, why are you talking to me? Why are you here? What are you, you know, nothing about our relationship. I don't care about your opinion. You, She goes, you're just being so awful to him. And I don't think threatening to take the dogs away is a really good idea. And Katie is just disbelief. And then she's saying to Lala, are you listening to this? And Lala's going, yeah, fucking more. Like, she's just in disbelief. And Terry, that's when Terry stopped. We see a couple of things happen. Terry starts to speak to Rachel. Then we see Ariana is getting very, everyone's hearing this loud commotion, right? Yeah. Then we see Schwartz goes and fucking hides by the bar, 
by the garden bar. Hiding behind the plant. Doesn't want to get involved. Coward. Sandoval comes right over because he needs to protect his little girl. And Ariana is so taken aback by it all, she's just crying because she's so up to here with everything. She can't deal with much more. So she goes over to Lisa. Lisa's like, why are you crying? Lisa's comforting her. Then um wait, we we have-, we have to stop on this part I have written down. Um, because I am dying to hear your reaction to this. So um Terry, I thought Terry was quite measured and respectful in how she yes. was speaking, at least at first. She got, you know, heated yep. later on. But she says what she says to Rachel is, So we talked in Vegas. Did our conversation mean anything to you? Because I was imparting on you how painful this is for my daughter. And Rachel cuts her off, rolls her eyes and says, oh, my God. I thought that was so rude. And that took place. I don't know what she's thinking that Rachel. I I don't I couldn't make head nor tails of it because. Of course, you look at it and everybody has the same reaction. That's incredibly rude and disgusting to speak to anybody like that especially not an elder katie's mum. what was she doing what is she thinking is it arrogance is it delusion is it that she thinks she's untouchable i i i am lost because this is not the rachel we met in her first season I'm not making an excuse for her. She's just, is this who she is? Is this her playing once again a role of a bad girl? And I'm a sassy bad girl now. Is that what she's doing? I don't know. It, it, uh, I was speechless. I'm like, I cannot imagine, even if I don't like the person speaking to their mother like that. And, um, so Katie's saying, where were you raised? And then she goes, you're a little, (laughs) she, finally hits it you're a little fucking it was great (laughs) and I really and it was a very mother thing to for Terry to be like come on you don't need to speak like that you know right Um, then Sandoval comes in and he's like telling us in the confessional I just think it's really fucked up that she's having Terry fight her battles because no one's gonna go against Terry she's older it's like first of all Rachel just did second of all it's her daughter I don't think Katie put Terry up to this. Terry very much has skin in the game. I mean, this is her son-in-law. I also, it was revealed today on Lala's podcast that they Lala was very confused about a big, important part that was actually cut. And that was Sandoval told Terry, fuck you. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. God. And Lala's like, why did they cut that? She goes, I'm. She was talking to whoever she does a co- is the co-host on a podcast. She's like, I have no idea where they cut it, but I was convinced that was going to be in, but it wasn't. That is appalling. That is so rude because he's known Terry for years. And oh, years. years! Can you imagine your best mate's mum? Um, so, so then they're having this back and forth, and Sandoval comes in and just does what we expect: sticks up for Rachel, sticks up for Schwartz. That's it. He's just going in of like, you know, Katie, Katie, and poor Katie's at the point of anger where it's anger, frustration, and you just cry. You There's not because you can't get it out. And she's like, so she gets up and Lala comes to get her, which I loved. And Lala's like, okay, let's get you out of here. Lala's such a good friend, but let's get you out of here. Gets her out to go out to the back alley of Sir. 
and passes by Raquel, who left previously, laughing. Cozied up to Schwartz. And it's all deliberate. It's all so vicious. It's all so mean. There is mean, like by saying that, you know, when Lala first came on and Katie would go up to Lala and say, oh, so you have a modeling gig in Italy, do you? Yeah, right. You're going, um, you're basically a prostitute. That was mean girl, Katie, being able to, this, this behavior surpasses anything that Stasi even did. It is so cruel. It is so cruel. And, and then they're walking and Lala goes, her fucking cackling. And Katie goes, what? They were laughing at me? And when you are in that heightened stage of everything is a blur, everything is you are so angry, you're seeing red, and you hear someone is laughing at you, being angry, you want to stab someone to death. And so she gets right back there and she goes up to Schwartz and Schwartz is like, and it's like, I wasn't laughing. And Lala was like, Katie, Katie. He wasn't laughing. She was laughing and she grabs him and they go outside. Sir Ali. Just the two of them, Schwartz, Katie, and Kate. It's basically going over it again of like, you gotta stop doing like I can't believe you and da 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 da. And then she comes again. Also, um I'm trying I'm trying so hard not to forget. There's so much going on. I know. Um also we have the moment uh before everyone storms out too, Ariana is crying on Lisa's shoulder and Sandoval's just there caping for Raquel and Schwartz. And Christina Kelly goes, hey, how about you stop being so involved in this? And uh, that's your relationship. That's your that's your girlfriend over there. She's very upset. Maybe you should go tend to her. And I was like, yeah. Okay. So anyways, we're in the alley. And... Rachel comes tottering out and she's like, I just want to apologize because um, it was there is nothing malicious about our kiss. And <laughs> she can't even keep a straight face while she says it. No. And um, we just were we were just experimenting and it was no big deal. And like, you guys aren't even together. But like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm really sorry. And Katie's just like, why are you here? I don't want to hear this. Like, we're talking. Please leave. And she won't. <laughs> sniggering laughing smiling and she she's she's stood there winding her up she may as well have just been right she's winding katie up did she want to get hit like i started thinking this was was she trying to get to a point of that so it was a bigger storyline for rachel and more sympathy for rachel whatever her plan was she it was disgusting it was just I, awful i think her plan was to make Katie look bad and like the villain and like the crazy rage texter, which she yeah. shouldn't even be saying. She should not utter the words rage text because that is an old phrase from exactly. the olden days. And she was not fucking there. She doesn't pop any of this. No. So that is that's like her going up and being like, hey, tequila, Katie, like, uh, take no. a seat. Take a we seat. can say that. She can't say that. No. We've been friends with her. I mean, watch the show for that. <laughs> okay, um, so so she's she's trying to claim that she's sorry and it wasn't that serious. And uh, keep in mind, it's like, yeah, it's not serious because I'm fucking Sandoval and this is not even a thing. That's like 
the subtext here. Exactly. And 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 and, and Katie's gonna leave, and then she's like, "No, you stay." And it's just so like. And Schwartz is it? Schwartz is re- winding Katie up as well when he's going to her. Um, she like to get. She's like, "Get off me" or something like that. And he goes, "Don't push her. Don't push her." Like telling Katie how to handle Rachel. And it's it's having a partner that never stands up for you, that is never on your side. And that has been what Schwartz has always done. And if you've ever been in a partnership like that, it is it is excruciating. Stand up for me. Make me number one. Never. He never did and he never would. And even in this fight, he still wasn't standing up for his wife and partner of 12 years. Still not sticking up for her. I, Kate, when this was wrapping up, Rachel left and those two fight and she just walks off, whatever. I was so angry. Like, genuinely affected and angry and stressed and blood boiling. It was horrible to watch. It was so horrible to watch. I, it's, awful. <laughs> it's awful. They are all despicable human beings. And when and I that- say all, I mean Sandoval, Schwartz, Rachel. And the editors know what's up too, because when she was saying, um, it was, it didn't, it was not malicious. We were just experimenting and being silly. And then the editors rolled the clip of her laughing at her birthday being like, well, well she, or wherever she was, well, she hates me anyways. So I might as well. Ha ha ha. You should make out with me. It's like, you know, you're being recorded, right? Like, I think she's taking this role way too seriously. And I hope that all the repercussions, they're slapping her in her face. And wherever she is now, I'm sure she's probably holed up with some family members. That's what I think she's probably at. Um, Because a wellness retreat for this long would cost a fortune. Because we all know she's not in a mental health facility, please. Um, She's in some 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 place, a spa, essentially. And that would cost a fortune, which I'm sure she doesn't have. So... She's probably at home with family and that's where she's going to stay until after the reunion. And she will probably see if she can get any money out of this, like exclusive interview. Maybe I hope Andy doesn't offer a a one-on-one, but I really hope he doesn't, but she will jump at all of that and suck all of this dry. And then she'll probably start a podcast that, Oh, she couldn't hold a podcast. She wouldn't. But I mean, when you have a podcast, you need to be intellectuals. You need to be charismatic. You need to be basically amazing human beings to have a podcast. So unfortunately, she's out. I don't know if she knows all of that about herself. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell her, Kate. Don't worry. I'll tell her. Oh, oh, oh. And then we get Lisa's big speech, her finale speech. The cake Woo! comes out uh and she's like oh everyone's crying distraught thinking about their sins and <laughs> and Lisa's yeah like, well we've all had a year haven't we we've all struggled <laughs> oh, it's god it's they're all yeah they're all like crying um it's it's really yeah it's really really hard to see so that was supposed to be the end and then we would have had andy we would have had the reunion but no, we're back next week and we are back next week for some horrific viewing. So buckle up, everyone. Look, we could talk about this more and more, and more but we, we should go. Otherwise, this potty is going to be like 15 hours long. But guys, yeah. next week is going to be equally as long. It's 
give your be kind to yourself if you seriously like if you I honestly was getting really upset by it and I realized and it was triggering for me for different things and if you've been in a nasty relationship or you've just been in a shitty relationship or you've been cheated on all this some of this really you can watch it because it is real people being hurt and crying on television and watching people get manipulated you don't need to watch any of this Vanderpump you really don't it's a tv show and you can switch it off so if it is becoming like I just can't listen to this anymore but I need to keep up with it all don't bother just switch it off and go and watch like the office or go and watch a family guy just do something light because it it is heavy what you're watching people in pain every week it's not nice this season I mean it's very serious it's very dark it's a far cry from Jack's stealing sunglasses you know it's right yeah it's just you're right. It's heavy. So, so keep it light. <laughs> Take mm-hmm. care of yourself guys. And exactly. thank you. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you listening or watching. We really do. You're all amazing. We love, love, love you. And uh, yeah, go and follow us on tender loving care podcast on Instagram, as well as email us at tender loving care podcast at gmail.com. We love you. And we will be back next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Pump Cosmopolitan! It's still the wrong way around. <laughs> oh, Bye. Bye.